Welcome back. My name is Matt. You are listening to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Brave New Matt Podcast, originally recorded on January 9th, 2022. This episode is called The Importance of Choosing Your Battles. Do you want to change the world? Well, choose your battles wisely. There are so many battles that await us. Battles like climate change, gender and racial equality, economic disparities, access to health care, to education. If I were to list them all, this blog post would be much too long. These battles are essential. Winning them will progress our planet and society towards fairness, sustainability, meaning, and overall happiness. With so many battles, it would be impossible for any sole person to fight them all and do so effectively. Quite frankly, it's hard enough to fight one single battle effectively as it is, let alone them all. Perhaps if a human were given infinite time and resources, they would have a chance at emerging victorious over all these battles. But even still, it would come down to a matter of execution. In reality, we don't have infinite resources or time. Considering we modern humans have an 85-ish year lifespan, if we subtract the 15 years we spend in school and the 10 years split between the start and finish of our lives we spend in diapers, about 60 years remain which we could potentially dedicate towards fighting battles, and even that's being generous. Your time is limited. Momento mori, a Latin phrase used by Stoic philosophers of old and new that means remember that you will die. Since death is inevitable, our time is limited. Therefore, we each must be careful how we spend that time. We must choose the battles we want to participate in wisely. Being wise in our selection means being specific with what battles we want to put our limited amount of time and energy towards. We as individuals cannot fight in all of these battles, but so many of us believe we can. When we dilute our energy, time, and resource across all battles, we weaken our potential from helping to not contributing to them at all. If you stand for everything, you stand for nothing. Depending on how broad or specific you want to be, we could easily define hundreds, if not thousands of battles that are being fought every day that need our time and energy. Let's say hypothetically there were a hundred battles that need to be fought in this day and age. If you decide that you want to put your efforts into fighting every one of these 100 battles, then the maximum average energy and time you can expend in any one battle is 1% of your available energy and time. This 1% per battle figure is assuming that we, as humans, can even use 100% of our energy towards fighting these battles. In reality, the average human probably only has about 5% of their energy and time available to them. That other 95% the majority of that person's energy, goes towards what I call the great internal battle. So what is the great internal battle? Merely being human requires a ton of energy and time in and of itself. The great internal battle is the battle we fight every day. We fight this battle when we make breakfast, take care of ourselves, take care of those around us, keep our life in order, go to work, pay the bills, fill our car with gasoline, do the laundry, the list goes on. All of these things take a great deal of time and energy. 
the less you have your great internal battle conquered and optimized, the less excess energy you will have available to you to fight external, worldwide battles. To maximize your potential energy to affect change in the world, you need to optimize the amount of time and energy you spend to be fit for service to begin with. That is part of the reason why I believe that in order for you to go out and fix the world, you have to start by fixing yourself first. To not only fix yourself, but to master yourself. Mastering thyself. Let's say that after a great deal of effort, blood, sweat, and tears, you do manage to optimize your great internal battle. Let's say you've optimized your life so well that you now have 25% of your energy and time available to tackle external battles, the ones we discussed at the beginning of this reflection. That means 25% of what you do during your day goes towards fighting these battles. Do you really want to spread that 25% across 100 hypothetical battles? If you did, you can only give each battle an average of 0.25% of your potential time and energy, which is such a small amount of your energy that it will probably not amount to any substantial ground on any of those battles. How can you become a master of something by only spending 0.25% of your energy on it? Do you think Luke Skywalker could have defeated the Empire using only 0.2% of the Force? Could Harry Potter have defeated he who must not be named, only using 0.25% of the spells he knows? Could Frodo Baggins have destroyed the One Ring by only walking 0.25% of the way to Mordor, assuming the Eagles weren't involved? There is no way 0.25% of your energy is enough to master the knowledge and skills necessary to become qualified enough to be in those arenas and triumph over those battles. Let's put this into more perspective into something less abstract, like time. Assuming you are awake 16 hours a day and using your energy equally spread throughout that day, 0.25% means you are only dedicating 144 seconds of your time towards each of these battles. Do you think you can have substantial progress towards the world's most vital and complex battles with just over 2 minutes a day to each of them? Being competent enough to fight a battle meanfully means having done the necessary work, educating yourself, testing theories, sharing ideas with others, building practical skills, understanding the complexities of the existing systems. This scope is far beyond what can be achieved in two minutes a day. One who claims they are competent to participate in all of those battles likely made some shortcuts along the way. These shortcuts result in loss of nuanced ideas, closed-mindedness, egotistical framing, too much certainty, blind spots, and ignorance. These features do not make for a meaningful contribution to any battle and are likely inhibiting the meaningful contributions of those who are more qualified. Deep Pond, Shallow Lake one could argue that if you have a large number of people fighting that battle with only their 0.25%, that that'll be enough to emerge victoriously, that numbers alone will make up for the difference. I would say that that is untrue. Let me pose a question to you. Who is more likely to land a rocket on the moon first? 10,000 fifth graders, each with a basic understanding of algebra, or a team of 100 astrophysicists working at NASA. If you have a thousand people who only had a shallow amount of understanding and competence in that area, 
Likely, compounding these potentials together does not increase at a relative scale. Combining them widens that shallow understanding instead of deepening it. This is because these people share the exact same understanding and competence as one another. Thus, combining their elementary levels does not offer a net gain. As with many things in life, it's the quality, not the quantity, that matters. You only get quality by investing time and energy. It is more valuable to become a master of one area than a journeyman of them all. Choose one battle. Be specific. The more specific you are while defining your battle, the higher the potential you have to contribute meaningfully towards it. Is your battle to save the environment? Your intention is excellent, but how are you executing on that battle? Saying you are an environmentalist who is saving the world is not specific enough. A statement like that is way too broad to hold any true meaning. I want to stop climate change. That's not specific enough either. Climate change itself has thousands of battles to fight within it. So narrow that down further. I want to stop plastics from entering the oceans. It's still not specific enough. Many systems contribute to plastic in the ocean. Too many systems for a single person to bring down. I want to stop all single-use plastic straws. Okay, that's better, we're on to something. However, it's still a bit too broad with respect to its jurisdiction. Want to save the environment? Here's a battle for you. I want to stop all restaurants in my hometown from using plastic straws by this date. That is a battle you can tackle. That is a battle that you have the potential to triumph over. That is a battle in which you can dedicate your 25% energy a day within and see a difference. That is a battle that after you conquer can be slowly expanded upon to increase its scope. But Matt, plastic straws in one town, that's too small of thinking. This is why being humble is emphasized. Small thinking isn't always that small. Small thinking is actually being specific. And there is no shame in being specific. Just because you are specific with your battle does not mean you are small-minded or unambitious. It means you are focused. When you are focused, you are making an impact. You are affecting your battle area with a greater magnitude than someone who is addressing it more broadly or generally. Your 25% energy and time contribution a day far greatly overshadows that 0.25% time and energy contribution of another or even a group of others. Sure, having a battle that's more focused on plastic straws in one city isn't quite as sexy as having a battle as saying, well, I'm an environmentalist who's going to save the world. But although it doesn't sound as great, in reality, at the end of the day, you are the one that's more likely to make a meaningful impact. Also remember that just because you are specific with your battle does not mean you do not care about other battles. You can still support other movements without over-investing your energy to fight or be on the front lines of them. Taking a more supportive role does not mean being impartial. It means helping those who are better positioned to fight that battle while you focus on yours. Just because you dedicate your time to plastic straws in one town doesn't mean you don't care about things like gender and race inequality. It means you support the experts who are fighting those battles while they, in turn, support you, an expert of fighting yours. When you are specific with your battle, 
giving it all of your remaining energy and time after conquering your internal battle, you have a better chance of emerging victorious over it. And that, my friend, is not a trivial matter. Be specific with your battle and grand in your execution. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Brave New Map podcast. Your support truly does mean the world to me. I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a truthful rating or review on the podcast provider platform of your choosing. Feedback of any kind is useful for me for creating the best content in which I am capable. I do hope you will consider subscribing or following along to this podcast. That way you can hear all future week's episodes as they unravel in real time. In the meantime, you can find more of my written reflections and essays on philosophy, spirituality, and sustainability in more bite-sized pieces uploaded to my Instagram, at BraveNewMad, or in their full-length iterations by subscribing to my weekly Monday newsletter by visiting my website, BraveNewMad.com. Stay brave, my friend.